thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Number 152. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I am Rich. All right. So, what went on this week? Well, the debates fell, they, everything fell exactly how I thought it would. It was like, if you were to use the, the common uh, boxing analogy when you see a two-man debate like this, a two-person. Was it draw? Uh, it was a draw? No, I, not at all. It wasn't, it wasn't a knockout, but I think Hillary just wore him out. She wore Donald Trump out because he, he came out swinging right away. Yeah, I, and then just I missed lost the first the, part of the debate. I, yeah, but. I missed about the first 10 minutes. So I was like, I jumped in about him mid-rant. And Hillary was kind of smart. She was just she was laying back and enjoying it. She knew that it wasn't a race. And that so, uh, she did the rope a dope. Basically, let him, let him burn himself out, and then yeah. she just uh, just hugged him into the corner for the rest of the the match. She did what? Uh, what Ali did to Foreman? Yeah, I, and I Ali's paying the price for it to this day. Foreman did or, it to well, somebody. Not to this day, until he died. Or Foreman it is. I don't know. No, it was Ali. It was Ali did to Foreman. I yeah, read the end of my Ali, metaphors. Uh, no, Ali let no actual knowledge to back. Ali it up. let Foreman fucking wear himself out. And right. then as soon as he knew he was tired, he fucking jumped on him. Yep. Yeah, in this case, uh, Hillary didn't even have to jump on Trump. He just, she just had to give him room to fall over. He, he, he's swinging too hard and swinging around and hitting himself. He was, he was constantly interrupting for the second half of the debate, trying to butt in. Lester Holt was useless. Um, he, he was McModerator. He tried. Well, he did make some attempts to remind Trump that this was not. Uh, there would be a period where he could comment, but they were not to talk over each other. That neither candidate could just butt into the conversation. But Donald Trump ignored that. Did he could one debate, no cunts, not yet. He, no c words. No c words. No, he didn't lose his cool that bad. He didn't even lose his cool enough to pull the Bill Clinton. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the Bill Clinton card. Well, we were discussing before. No, he joined. did pull the Bill Clinton card. He would. He would like to have it both ways, where he can mention it without coming out and saying it. It's He's his sitting. It, people a, are saying. That's a, you know. I'm hearing. That's a that's a bitch-ass move on his part. It is a bitch-ass move. He didn't have the balls to come out and do it. You do that in an argument when you pretty much have nothing else to talk and be like, you know, I could say something, but bitch, I won't. Right. Well, yeah, I just said it. You just said it, okay? It's like getting... You know, I will know what you mean. Husband's rapist? Hey, it's, it's like getting in an argument with the guy in a wheelchair and then going, oh, you know, you guys all know where I can go with this, but I'm just letting you know that I'm not. I'm not mentioning the fact that he's in a wheelchair. I'm not going there. Like you just, I, you just did. <laughs> I, I this from the from about I guess about the halfway point or I came in. Mm-hmm. It was over about ten forty five, was it? So yeah, I, it ran a little late. 
I probably came in the last yeah, about 9.45, Um All I saw was someone who lived and has lived in his own little world for so long that he is not used to not hearing the words no or we can't or, or like it, anything that doesn't go his way, he automatically, I mean, we knew this about him by his tweets, but he, it's seeing it in person during a debate mm-hmm. really solidified. If I had any doubt that I would ever vote for this man, I took it away. Right. He, I mean, he and here's here's he, he went out there with the hubris, thing. thinking the opposite like, is for his supporters. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, the opposite is true for his supporters. They're like, well, yeah, yeah. He went out. You know, he'll say he'll say whatever comes to mind. He'll say he'll just interrupt her. He don't care. He has no respect for her. And it's like, yeah. Well, what do you think? How's that going to work with foreign policy? How's that going to work with? We already have a president who can't get Congress to compromise. Well, so now we're going to have a Congress and a president who won't compromise. So we're going to have another at least four years of even worse gridlock. No one was, was actually paying attention to policy in this debate though. This was just an excuse to get them talking. So one of them could fuck up. Yeah. Actually, you know, the, the best commentary that I had heard about the debates <clears throat> was from Penn Gillette on his podcast. And it was before the debates because he records it Sunday night. And he said that, uh, Basically, it was kind of uh, disheartened to hear everyone's talk about in anticipation of the debates. I can't wait until so-and-so fucks up, like Hillary or, or Trump, whichever side you're on. Can't wait till you know, they get put in their place or, you know, they, they slip up and say something stupid that, that exposes them for the liar that they are. And no mention of, I can't wait to hear a clearer understanding of this candidate's policies. Yeah. That's the thing is, how long is her tactic of don't look over here going to look? Or going to work? I mean, uh, well, I guess we're getting down to 30 days-ish. Well, guys, but but his point was is that nobody's, nobody's interested in these debates as an explanation of policy. Or to even sit down and go, okay, well, let's hear what they both have to say about the economy, about uh, global trade, about global warming, about uh, police violence, about about any anything, yeah. Because well, it's, it's, Trump just—it was an opportunity for Trump to just write his own history, like, oh, I never supported the Iraq War. I mean, let's, Trump strikes me as the type of guy that in 10 years is going to look a reporter dead in the face with no hint of irony or sarcasm and go, I never ran for president. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that, that was a joke. I was fooling y'all. But, I mean, it's, it's well known that, that uh, Penn is a... Uh, He's, he's, he's a libertarian. libertarian. He's, yeah, he's, he pretty much, him and Gary, I mean, Gary Johnson said the same thing. He said, you know, hey, this, this is what I was expecting. They didn't talk, and all they did was, you know, point fingers at each other, and there was no issues and no solutions were talked about. Nope. No, that's no, American politics they, nowadays. They talked more about the past. There was more talk about 
who voted, who supported the Iraq War and who supported NAFTA in that debate than there was about the future of this country. But I think it's rather apt right now where the country's at because we're obsessed with the past. We're obsessed with pointing out. We are in a retro phase as a country, aren't we? We're obsessed we're, with pointing out to like like one group wants to point out what well, your you you know your race or your gender or your sexual orientation did this to another group, another race, another gender, whatever. And we're there's no talk of moving forward. It's we all are trying to make each other pay for the sins that our fathers committed. So it's I think it's I think it's it's in tone with you know what America says they want. That's what these debates are going to give us. They're not going to tell us what we don't want to hear at these debates. They they're pandering to us at these debates. Yeah, they're going to tell us what we want to hear, and it, I guarantee you, someone on both sides are going. Oh, right now the country's really upset because you know, oh the American flag or the 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 uh, stars and bars is being taken down, and this and that, and this and that, and so hit her in her, in her past, and hit her with this, and, and they're you know the opposite sides hit him with this, hit him with what he said to a beauty contestant. First of all, it's like we're talking about a presidential debate in this country, and we have. Both candidates talking about a beauty contest. What the fuck is it? This is this is a right. there with when he was talking about whether his dick is big or not. This doesn't belong yeah. in politics. Again, this another is yeah, another thing that is in the yes, we we do want to acknowledge our candidates' past, and there are things about the candidates' past that can tell us whether what they might do in the future. But to have a whole debate constantly go back to. That was another example of the, uh, well, Hillary brought up, what was her name, the beauty pageant girl who apparently gained a, a significant amount of weight. I cannot remember uh, off the top the, of my head. The eating machine? And then, and uh, doesn't mention Rosie O'Donnell. So Alicia but Machado Trump, or Machado or something like but that. But Donald Trump plays into it. And he's like, well, you know, and some of those, a lot of those tweets were, were directed towards Rosie O'Donnell. I think we all know that she deserved it. <laughs> Actually, I love how Donald tells the room like, what everybody knows. Well, no, no, didn't he say? I think didn't he say what we all agree? He didn't even say I think oh. we all agree. He said we all agree. We all agree she deserved it. Yeah, Do we? I, I believe Do that we? is the exact quote. See, that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> he's lived in he's lived in Trump world for so long that right, right. he he doesn't reality and him are not even on like nodding terms with each other when they pass each other on the street. He's like he, a hot blonde. Yeah, he, he never he, hears no. Um, Hot blonde under thirty. <clears throat> and, and and Donald persists on like every stupid thing that falls out of his mouth. He has to back a hundred percent, and it gets him into trouble. Like in the debate when he was talking about stop and frisk. I don't know why he's bringing up a a policy that was voted unconstitutional by the Supreme Court, but he won't even admit that it was voted unconstitutional. In the debate, that was the one time where Lester Holt grew a pair of balls. I went to an Ivy League school. And I'm very highly educated. I know words. I have the best words. <laughs> <laughs> the best words. It, it, when he, the one thing he challenged him on, finally, was, you know, no, actually, stop and frisk was voted unconstitutional by the Supreme Court in the United States. Yeah. That's unreasonable and, search and, and seizure on no, a personal level. No, no, Lester, no, Lester, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Where is he wrong? <laughs> like, we have records, and this happens to be something that we keep 
very good record of, like how the Supreme Court. No, votes. you know what that is. <laughs> Donald Trump is a personification of how the internet thinks. If you just okay. say it and keep denying it, then it's true. Now, Hillary Clinton seemed to be having fun. It, She's she, capable of emotion, and she. Like I a think cat if she if playing she, with its prey before it kills it, yeah, she's capable of that emotion. If she did anything wrong, it was maybe she seemed a little too gleeful in what she was viewing as her winning the debate. Um, you know the uh, you saw the uh, the woo. What? But, woo! <laughs> yes, she did one of those, but not quite Is that, that hers? not quite that emphatic. Was it actual audio? Well, this was when it was brought up that uh, that Donald Trump had stated that Hillary did not have sexual relations with the, that woman, the right look to be president. Right? Huh. Not those. Are, that was a quote. She huh. does not have is the that, right look. Is that code for a pair of tits in a, in a vagina? Yeah. So when, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. When uh, when he was questioned about that. He started talking about her temperament. You know, no penis. That she didn't have the right temperament to be um, uh, to be president, and I mean, she's her, not she, very likable. And that she didn't have the she didn't have the stamina. This was the interesting part to me to say that Hillary Clinton did not have the stamina to be president, and meanwhile she is in the process of dancing circles around him in this debate. Right? He has blown his wad in the first 20 minutes and just wants a nap and a sandwich and to get the fuck off the stage. And she's like, no, let's keep going. I can do this all night. And he's, he's going to try and, and turn what... They were trying to pin him down on a sexist comment. And he steered it into the direction of who, who's got the... the the most stamina to be president while he's just flailing in the, you know, 45 minutes into, into the debate. You know, it'll probably go like it. There's three of them, right? Yeah. So it'll probably be he'll win one, she'll win one, and then there'll be one that's considered a draw. Like it always well, fucking mean, goes. Well, according to the internet, he won the first one. <laughs> what, which parts of the internet? <laughs> Um, according to polls, who did you ask? Pepe the Frog. Open, open poll. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that. Okay, because <laughs> I'm I'm a little pissed about this one. Um, but no, according well, to uh, your culture is being appropriated, huh? <laughs> the fuck, man! How are you going to take a? I, I, I'm going to save it, anyways. <laughs> you got me. You got me off. You got me off my, my game on that one. I'll give you that. Look. <laughs> Shit, I lost it. Sorry, you, you threw me for that much. I'm balloon. sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. We were just, okay, what were we talking about? The debate. Yeah, yeah, but more specifically. Oh, about okay, yeah. Um, polls that people can that are open polls that anyone can vote in as many times as they want. What? Uh, certain right news, yeah, like internet polls. Oh, okay. You know, certain right news or right wing websites and stuff were pro- proclaiming him the winner and using these polls as proof. That's what? It was complete sarcasm on my part well, saying that he I guess won the debate. If you it's if you look at like, it, oh, he won. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. He right. won. Look at what these polls say. 
It's like the polls that someone can sit there and just keep clicking over and over and over that he won, same person. If you consider that uh, winning, I put in quotes, the debate, uh, the ultimate goal of winning that debate is to see a rise in in the polls, even though those don't necessarily always translate to voters. Polls are very powerful in the society in the way that people pay attention to them. These people who, well, they just want to be on the winning side, right? Mm -hmm. There, There are people that vote that way. These, they're the, they're these, the panic vote people that, oh my God, it's closer than I thought. I better go out and vote for who I want to win. Yeah. I don't think that, like, uh, they're not undecided. They just, they maybe pay attention to politics for the drama, but don't have a clear stance one way or the other. And if they see Trump going up in the polls and that this might be a tight race, well, maybe they want to see Trump. Maybe they want to see Hillary. Maybe they, you know, it, it's, it's, oh God, it's such, it's such media manipulation. It's just, oh God, it's such fucking nonsense. I mean, it, honestly, if she was running against your typical Republican offering for president, she wouldn't look as bad, but he's such a bad candidate. He's such a fucking idiot about. Well, you about mean Hillary that, wouldn't look as good? Like she, I, I think she looks really good standing next to Donald, and she would, she had an easy time debating him. If she had to debate somebody else, it wouldn't have gone so smoothly. What I'm saying is, the people who support him, I, what I always hear is he's an outsider. He's not part of the political elite. Blah blah blah. She's a ruthless politician who plays the game frighteningly well. I mean, that's 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 yeah. about the best way I can. That's Without bringing up any rumors or things I've heard, I've oh, heard things, we'll, and I've we'll heard get to things. what Donald's heard since the uh, since the debate. But I mean, you know, that's about as polite of a comment as I can say about about, about her. And he is so inept at so many things. He's it's literally like someone stuck your drunk racist uncle up on stage with her, <laughs> and just let him go, and. It, it, Instead of people laughing at him, I find it's disturbing how many people are laughing with him and nodding their head while doing so. Mm-hmm. And it just got me to the point where I'm just like, wow, we really are dumb. I mean, like, I, I knew it, but I never knew the depths of our stupidity <laughs> until now. It was interesting that I did hear they didn't show any shots of the crowd, really. I mean, every once in a while, they'd show a wide shot where you'd see him behind Lester Holt. But um, the crowd seemed to be reacting a lot more to Hillary's comments than to Trump's, and well, don't I don't you think know, it was because a, it was fixed because they, because they, they didn't fixed, turn right. his mic up, yeah, right, right, yeah. or because Hillary was killing it and Trump wasn't. No, that can't be it because he said it wasn't. I mean, so I mean, any crowd is more likely to react better to somebody who's on stage who seems relaxed and at home and what they're doing. And that's, that was the key difference in this debate was that Hill, like, I think Donald came in thinking, well, this is nothing. I talk to people all the time. I address, I, I address way more people than, uh, than is going to be in this crowd. And I talk to way more important people than Hillary Clinton. So this is a, a cakewalk. 
not realizing that he is going outside of his normal element, and Hillary Clinton has lived in that element for 20 years. Right? She is exactly. completely at home on that stage. Donald thinks he's at home on any stage, right? Anywhere I go, people love me. I'm the greatest. Hillary is specifically at home on the debate stage as a candidate, and he is Donald Trump is stepping outside of his element. But who's more dangerous? I pose this question to you. The person more who, dangerous, more dangerous. The person who has no idea what the fuck they're doing, or the person who knows way too much about what they're I doing. <laughs> I mean, I mean essentially, as far as presidential it, candidates, that's what you got. It's. it's I'm like not Sam voting for Reddit. either one of them. So I'm <laughs> yeah. just talking about the debates themselves. Exactly. Exactly. We've. I mean, we've established at least on this podcast that neither of these people are any of our candidates. So, I mean, you know, yeah, but let's if, if, anyone's, if anyone's listening, thinking that we're, we're stumping for one person over the other, I'm, no, I, I, mean, I don't mean to speak for you guys, but I'm pretty sure we can all agree that we're not stumping for either of them. Hillary didn't say, say or do anything in the debate that made me change my mind. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I admired her skill. Her ability, definitely, and I see her as if you were, if you were to say just based on debate skill, that there was a winner or a loser. It was clearly Hillary, but that's just I, I feel like that's an empirical judgment. I, um, while as most people come into these debates again, not looking for information to sway them, you know, the people who are saying that Trump won, they're Trump supporters, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and vice versa. They're just seeing what they wanted to see. There's nothing... I think if you've gotten to this point and you're backing Trump 100%, there's nothing that can happen on that stage that you cannot justify at this point. You've What, what else he do you have? He could whip his dick could, out, and you are still no. voting for him. No. Yeah, remember, remember I said a while ago that they're all in fucking a baby? Like, he could fuck a baby on stage, and I still think he'd keep supporting I, I honestly do. Still have that Texas baby, locked up. You, you see the way that baby looked at him? It was, it was asking for it. Look how it was dressed. Short dress and bow in its hair. What's wrong with that baby? <laughs> hey, don't worry. Her, that baby's body shut down. It's not legitimate rape. Oh, fine. I, I'm not even joking, man. I, 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 I mean, oh, ooh, I went dark. I don't, it's, <laughs> these people are fucking retarded. This is what scares me, and they have just as much of a say at the in the voting booth as your high school average high school dropout. I don't even put these people with high school dropouts anymore. These are people that that when their first day of middle school, the, the counselor pulled them in the office and said, "Let's be honest, this isn't working for either of us." Okay, we gave it six years. Go find a go 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 find some mud to eat and some. Cats to torture until we can put you in a vocational school and just show up when we need you. That way we can keep getting funding and, and count your head is here. Then we'll send you back on out because you're never going to understand any of what we're trying to get through to you. So just, just go, just go. Listen, well, in two years you can take shop class. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Well, even Trump post debate now, a, a, a smart person who got their ass whooped on stage would probably look at that footage, analyze what happened there, and try and be better prepared for the next round. But I don't think anyone expects this from Trump. What we expect is 
basically calling the system rigged, uh, making excuses for why he lost or, or even why he thinks he won. Uh, he certainly, let's see, he said, uh, during the debate the other night, I had to put up with the anchor and fight the anchor all the time on everything I said. What a rigged deal. I tell you, we're in such a rigged system. <laughs> it sounds like... A, but isn't that what the person who... <laughs> I can't get no respect. Isn't this that is what terrible. the person who would is generally thought to lose a debate would do anyway? Doesn't someone always try to come out with some bullshit, you know, right. crap like that? But then after, turned around to after, say after that... After they got their ass whooped on national TV? I don't remember Obama doing it after fucking Romney wiped the floor with his ass with the first debate in 2012. I don't remember Obama coming out saying it was some conspiracy to keep his mic low and the audience couldn't hear him and and the moderator wasn't on his side. No. Obama did what any right. person who gets who gets their ass handed to him in a debate who has half a brain, a couple brain cells to rub together would do. Went back, went to their fucking think tank and said, guys, we got our asses handed to us. We need to think of a way to come back. Mm-hmm. And no excuses. Well... I don't want to hear that the deck was stacked against me because that's not going to help me in these debates. Right. Even if it is, it doesn't help. Exactly. So Donald Trump was asked after the directly after the debates. I guess he was asked about how uh, how the debate went, and he was quoted as saying, I, "I thought Lester did a great job. Honestly, I thought Lester did a great job. Very fair." Uh, then turned around to say the quote that I had mentioned earlier about how he kept, uh, that it was rigged and that he, the moderator kept coming at him, challenging everything that he said. I mean, he only challenged him on the one issue. But uh, the difference is, like, right after the debate, I think Donald Trump didn't realize he, did, he lost the debate until everyone told him, because he's still in his own world, Right. As far as he's concerned, he won every single one of those arguments because he shouted, no, no, that's wrong, and that's what makes me smart. And he had all these, like, you know, he got the last word in, no matter what. So he feels like he won that debate, like that's how you win a debate to him. And then after seeing that, everyone saying that Hillary won it, going back and watching it, now he's like, well, Lester Holt was coming after me. This thing is rigged. He was obviously on her side. So he claims the, ele- the, the debate was rigged in Hillary's favor because uh, Lester Holt didn't challenge anything uh, Hillary said. Also that, uh, oh, he has, since, he has since questioned the integrity of the U.S. voting system, which... <laughs> the, the one that's going to either... It's going to elect him if he wins... Well, he won't question it if he wins. But then I heard a story today about how supposedly some of our computerized election systems in this nation have been hacked. I'm really rich. So it uh, might, might be the, uh, the one thing that Donald is right about. But, you know, even stop clocks. Even, even, if, he's, even if he's not I will right. build a great, great... Even if he's right, how people can look at how he conducts himself just based on a debate. Let's say you haven't, you've lived underneath the fucking 
shortest mushroom in the history of the fucking world, and you've not seen anything about him before this, and you just saw the debate and how he's conducted himself post-debate, he's a fucking child. Right. He's a he's your little brother when you're playing him at Madden, and you whip his ass, and he's the controls broke. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a glitch. It's not <laughs> fair. I didn't want to be the away team. He wanted they to flip want, over know, that I, podium. Yeah, it's it's every excuse in the world, and that is what we absolutely need fucking less of in this country. Right. They asked him the. Well, this seems to be a traditional question. I don't know how long this has been going on, but in most of the current debates that I've seen, they asked them towards the end, if the other candidate wins, will you support them as president of the United States? And, I mean, this is really a trick question. You've got to be pretty dumb to say no to that. At the end of the day, it's you know it's everyone's country. You support your president. Uh, you don't have to be happy about it, and you don't really have to even support them. You can still try and block them every way you can. But when you're on the debate stage, on camera, you say yes. So they asked him that question this time around. Both of them said yes. They would support the other candidate. Um, I think Hillary threw up in her mouth a little bit when she said it, though. Uh, but then Donald Trump turns around and 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 says that absolutely not, that he will. Let's see what's. Uh, I had an actual quote about it. Well, qu- quote or no? Here's the thing: what the support her? You mean go back to being a private businessman who has nothing to do with politics? Because it's not like he's going to settle for a fucking Senate seat somewhere. He's not going to be a congressman somewhere. I mean, support her how? It's a right. bu- it's it's it, he. Well, I mean, I no no I I understand. But what I'm saying is, he's going to go back to 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 supposedly making millions of dollars because he's rich. Just ask him, and it, life will go on as it always has for him. It doesn't matter to him. I mean, ultimately, this is, I, I, you know, I, I've heard a lot of this up to this point, and now I, I believe it without a shadow of a doubt. This is just an ego stroke for him. This is, this is the movie The Toy. He's the little kid that goes into the toy store and he can have anything. No, I want the black man. I want Richard Pryor. That's what I want. Right. That's all he is. He's a spoiled fucking child. Either He's either... The, the lead character that, that triumphs over injustice at, at the end of the movie, or he's, he's the guy who is a victim of the system and is held down by the man. Either way you cut it, though, he's the star of his own movie. This all plays out well for Donald because there's no getting through to what I imagine is the real Donald somewhere in there. It's the world's worst movie. Right. I mean, let's, can you... Uh, can you any any political candidate that's ran for president in our lifetime, can you think of one who's less self, self-aware than him? Nope. I mean, and that's... He takes the cake. I mean, there's 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 a lot of them that, that are that you know are definitely they they really aren't self-aware, but he by leaps and bounds he has 
no idea how he comes across to other people. Nor does I think he give a shit. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying is that he thinks he well he thinks that he won that debate directly after until he got on the internet and realized he didn't because he's not self-aware. But since the debate, Hillary's numbers in some polls, uh, particularly swing state polls like here in Michigan, uh, Hillary's numbers are going up slightly. There's an upturn, a positive boost from the debate and some new information, uh, that the Hillary camp has been sitting on has started coming out recently. Well, not new information, but... Things they're seeing fit to remind us of? Right. Like the fact that he was in a Playboy video. (laughs) I mean, I know that plays well with the hardcore feminist people. I really don't give a shit about that. I mean, let's be honest. I, to be honest with you, I really don't give a shit about the thing with the things with Bill Clinton when it comes to Hillary, except for the fact that she turned a blind eye towards it, which tells me she'll stay in a, she'll stay in a relationship that's toxic for the sake of her career, which ultimately makes her a politician. I mean, let's be honest. It's how many, how many marriages do you think in politics are marriages of convenience? I, I bet to say most of them are. Well, this wasn't even that long ago. This was Playboy Video Centerfold 2000. Now, why would Trump be in this video? Just so that you don't come. He was in. looking for a new wife around the time. Yeah, it's like they want you to. They want you to watch the whole thing. So, like Trump pops up every once in a while. It's uh, just to you know keep you from your boner is fin- so huge. Finishing. I, uh, this video like gave me the biggest boner. Trump edging, you know. They show a really hot chick, and then Trump comes in. And it's like these tits were so expensive to put in. You have no idea. Unbelievable. The best tits on the world, though, on this chick here. And I've seen a lot of tits. I've seen a lot of fake ones. I've seen a lot of real ones. These are the best bolt-ons well, I've seen. Huffpo <laughs> had an article about this. Um, what I like is that they described the video. I'm like, it's a. A Playboy Video Centerfold 2000. That really says it all. I yeah, it's don't... something to jerk off to. It's not <laughs> right. deeper meaning to it. They say, as might be expected from the title, the video features lots of shorts of naked women dancing and posing, as well what? as as well as touching themselves and each other. There are don't also, say. There are also scenes of aspiring centerfold models rubbing honey on themselves and taking baths, presumably to wash off that honey. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, HuffPo. <laughs> Nobody needed an explanation of what happened. That's why people hate the HuffPo. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like in the Big Lebowski where she puts on the porno. Uh, so I heard your cable's out. You can guess where it goes from there. Right, yeah, he fixes he, the cable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he appeared in the softcore porn. That's, does this even classify as porn? Like... Softcore porn. It's almost like what we have now for hip hop. Like we need a new category. This doesn't. It was, it, this doesn't it was, count. Is BET uncut circa two thousand five? Like now, a Playboy video exists merely to remind you that you have to masturbate later that night. <laughs> it's not really the material. Right? It's like exactly. you might fast forward through a little bit of it, but ultimately you got to break out the phone or laptop. It's like looking at your cock and balls, going, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna hey. jerk off later." Yeah, I mean, it's like... Just to remind you, that's going to happen. It's a Victoria's Secret fashion show, you know? It's not going to get you through to the end, but it's a nice start. 
It's a warm-up. So, it's foreplay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like masturbatory this, foreplay. It's like the Sears catalog once you finally touched a boob. Like, this is no longer going to cut it. Right, your, dick, your dick doesn't get hard. It just winks at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, he also... I'll see you later. So in, nine, in 99, he's filming a, a softcore porn on the Playboy Mansion, at the Playboy Mansion. In 98, he was doing business with Cuba, violating the embargo that was in place at that time. Now, this... Uh, yeah, this... Does easy, anybody really easy Hillary. You want, you want to start treading in those kind of waters? I... Yeah, I mean, so so fucking what? This is an embargo that at this point most people that weren't like I don't know over sixty or just hardcore Republican thought was ridiculous and needed it should have ended decades ago anyway. So you know, I, I don't I don't think that's a very good gotcha. Yeah, especially if you are in support of ending the embargo. Or the embargo ending, I should say. Uh, what else? Well, that's actually old. Donald Trump calling out Google. It's the worst search engine. They'll be out of business in five years. Yeah, he's still on the Google thing. He had mentioned this a while back. But do you guys remember the, the controversy? Of some guy had posted a video of him typing in, you know, search engines will complete your results, right? Mm-hmm. So you type P-I-Z, and the first hint that it's going to give you is pizza near me. So At Pizza Hut? Oh, and then pizza near me? Right, yeah. Well, okay, so it's not always the first No, one. Pizza Hut pays for that to happen, though. You could do that. Right. Um, so somebody who typed in Hillary Clinton C-R... And they typed it into, oh, what's that Microsoft uh, search engine that nobody uses? Bing. Bing. They typed it into Bing, and it completed with criminal. They typed it into Google, and it didn't. And so, therefore, Google is skewing its results to favor Hillary Clinton and to suppress bad news about her in in the search results on their search engine. Which was completely discredited. It's up in Y in Google. Yet, why are the flags are half staff? Then just why? Why is the sky blue? Why are you always lying? That's what it says. <laughs> why are you always lying? Why are you always lying? Why not both? <laughs> why are barns red? Why do dogs eat grass? Why do we yawn? What? All right. Why are you all? Let's see. What are you looking oh, at? Oh, it's a fucking video? Why are you always lying? Oh, you've okay. not seen let's, Yeah, that, let's move on. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, unless we're going to go to the Pepe thing. <laughs> oh, no, let's get back. To, we'll, get, we'll get back to Pepe. But so I, to wrap up the, the political talk, then, you know, this wasn't a good, this was not a good week for third party uh, candidates because, well, none of them were in the debate. And Gary Johnson being one that I would have liked to have seen present for the debate. But not only was he not present for the debate, but he was interviewed a couple times in, prominently in the last week. Uh, 
the first of which they had asked him about Aleppo, and he didn't know where Aleppo was or why it would be in the news. Um, that's uh, Aleppo is in Libya, where the where the Russians are currently supporting but not supporting the uh, the oh shit I don't know whatever current government is in place there. So there was Aleppo. Then he was asked, I guess, to name what his favorite, name a a favorite or uh, a world leader that you look up to. And he couldn't name one. Come on, Gary. (sighs) Come on. I mean... I want to feel good about this vote. Uh, Trump and Hillary were both asked the same question recently, and they both came up with Angela Merkel, who uh, some of you older fucks might remember as a woman who looks uncomfortable when Bush massages her shoulders. No? Don't remember that one? Vaguely, but... That's one of my favorite Bush moments. Bush Jr., when they're W, they were at like some conference of world leaders for something or other, and yeah, W gets up and is talking and just starts massaging Angela Merkel's shoulders while she looks like she just wants to leap out of her body. The German Chancellor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. So anyway, now that now that you said German Chancellor, I do remember. He couldn't. He couldn't even come up with Angela Merkel. That's an easy answer. Shit. For someone who- George Bush, say fucking Ronald Reagan, say Jimmy Carter, so now say Lincoln. Yeah. Now, now no one's going to take him seriously because you know what they're going to say. Oh well, this, he may not still be doing the uh, the marijuana. But, you know, it's ruined his brain. That's why he can't, he doesn't know what Aleppo is or can't name a world leader. Fucking marijuana. It was the marijuana that, that, that ate away at his brain. Well, look, the media has no vested interest in making him look like anything but a buffoon. And not. He's, he has too much support to just swipe under the rug or sweep under the rug like Jill Stein in the Green Party. Um, I mean, let's be honest. If there's going to be a third party that challenges the Dems and Republicans, most likely it's going to be Libertarian Party. That's the one you hear the most about. Well, it is interesting. So they, ha- so they have to make him look like a fucking fool because that the media, everybody knows whose bread's side is buttered. It's just ridiculous. This is not a everybody who's running for president who's legit should be up on that stage. And he's definitely legit. Let's put it that way. I mean, there are seats in Congress and in the Senate that libertarians hold. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just this is some crazy just in, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest group who, you know, have a, a couple city council seats somewhere. You know, libertarians are probably the first place that everybody jumps ship once they say they're sick of the two-party system. That's the first place they look. Mm-hmm. Well, it was interesting that here in Michigan, which is still considered a swing state, 
the two major newspapers, the Detroit News and the Free Press. Now, I'm going to get them confused, but I know that they came out for this week, uh, Hillary Clinton and and uh, Gary and Gary Johnson. The Detroit News endorsed yeah, Gary Johnson. The Detroit News endorsed Gary Johnson, and the Free Press endorsed Hillary Clinton. Neither paper supported Trump. Not saying that Trump doesn't have supporters in Michigan. I know. I've talked to them. Um, oh, they're here. They're they're definitely around. Oh, oh yeah. America. Make America great again. But, uh, <clears throat> so, Pepe the Frog. I had mentioned him earlier. Do you know who Pepe the Frog is, Chris? No. It's have you Googled him? Something retarded. Well, if you don't, if you go on 4chan, you'll see a lot of them. I'm sure he pops up on other sites like Reddit and shit like that as well. Pepe the Frog was a cartoon character from some some weird cartoon and became, very early on, became a meme that has morphed into many different things. And the latest Pepe the Frog incarnation is uh, being used to well, is it is it being used by extreme right wingers or is it being used to mock extreme right wingers? That's what I can't figure out. Or do they not even know? It's it in my the way I take it. My interpretation is everything I've seen using him in memes. At first, it was more of satire. Right, and like like good satire that people being fucked with most likely don't know they're being fucked with. Right, it's uh, it's kind of saying because this meme is so associated with sites like 4chan by using that yeah. meme and repurposing it, you are saying all oh, the people that are saying this that are supporting Trump or have these extreme right wing views. These are the same freaks that are calling each other n word on 4chan and posting people of pictures of people with their heads blowing off or their assholes gaped with uh, table lamps or whatever. The well, <laughs> Anti Defamation League this week has uh, given Pepe a spot in their database of hate symbols because of recent appropriations of the smirking green frog as Adolf hit the Adolf. Hitler, a Klansman, and numerous racist characters. Now, what's interesting is that Vice did an article where, or an online article, I should say, where they had a reporter sit with and watch the debates with a self-declared alt-right memist, memer, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck you call him. But apparently... This is what this guy does all all day long, is he makes memes for the alt-right and puts them online. And so Vice, you know, Skyped with him while the debate was going on and talked to him. And the subject of this come up, and he was like, yeah, I don't think people get it. It's like people that thought Colbert was really a right-wing nutbag and thought he was being real. Like, a lot of it is tongue-in-cheek. A lot of it is just to get a reaction um, and in this guy's way of thinking, anybody who reacted to any of his memes, even if it was like they were pissed off by it, it's better than nothing. So it basically right. goes down to the old trope of, you know, 
no press is bad press, or, or any press is good press for Donald Trump, basically for for this guy on the alt right. And to call it to, to call it a, a symbol of hate speech or whatever the ADL calls it. I don't know. It's just stu- it's 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 a stupid internet meme that. I mean, you can look at anything, anything that's an internet meme. Harambe is an internet meme right now. I see pro Hillary Harambe memes, pro Donald Harambe memes, and anti both Harambe memes. Does that mean it's a symbol of hatred? Is it? No, it's not a swastika. It's not a Nazi flag. It's not a you know. It's not a tattoo of the Aryan Brotherhood. It's not anything like that. It's just, it's just more fucking tilting at windmills from from the media trying to hype up some shit. It really, it's really all it is. Beating off into a ceiling fan once again. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's it's nonsense. It's like okay, it'd be like, like all the cat memes on the internet. If someone does one that's that, that's that's pro Trump and it takes off. And people start riffing on it, which is what the internet does when it comes to memes like that. Now, does that mean every cat meme is a, is a symbol of hate speech? Yes. No. In our new culture, well, it does. I, oh, I forgot. Yeah, in 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 La La Land, it does. To most people, they're like, "Who the fuck cares? It's a stupid picture of a cat with a caption misspelled." Right. Look, there's a fuck. I, I chuckled and I moved on. Well, you know, these memes memes get used and populate. Because they take on meaning, right? And like words, the meaning can change. So a meme like Peppa the Frog, it started out as, well, the quote from the character was, feels good, man. Um, I forget the scenario, but he walks in on somebody else that's doing something really odd to themselves, but uh, seem to be enjoying themselves. And, and Peppa the Frog was just a you know chill guy who was like, hey, you know, Whatever you're into, it's all good, and that that. So, what he represented early on was the hey, I don't give a fuck. What you know, it's your thing. I'm not going to judge you. Feels good, man. And so that was uh, a. He started out as a non-judgmental meme, right? Has continued its use because people, well, they repurpose it. They you know draw him in other ways, or you know. Photoshop them in in uh, in different ways to manipulate the meme. It seems now to become uh, basically a way of saying, "Hey, I'm old school. Hey, I've been at I've been doing these uh, 4chan threads for you know however x amount of years now. I've been around, right? That's how you you show your cred online is you've got the old memes and the old uh, old gifs and shit. So once people start to take that meme and make it political, well, then they've changed the meaning of it. And those people who uh, who are actually these freaks, these uh, basket of deplorables, as Hillary would say, that communicate on- online on sites like 4chan, will just pick another meme. It's not like they've got a shortage of them, right? All People you'll see- are allowed to have shitty opinions. When did this, like, we're, we're losing sight of this mm-hmm. as a group. Right. Now we're called to- voting on this. We're being asked to vote. Being, being given a ballot. 
But I mean, it seems like people are treating this like they have to shut it down. Yeah. Like this is, you can't, this is using the N-word, man. This is like inflammatory using this meme, right? The fact that you think that I'm shitty, you are just as entitled to that as I'm entitled to have my shitty opinion. Like that's, that's, that's what bothers me about this new generation is they're out for blood. They're out for your job. They're out for just shutting everything down that doesn't agree with the way that they think. That's scary shit to me personally. And those people will be in power in 20 years. And boy, do I hope I'm dead by then. It's, it's <clears throat> not, not to get too much off into the whole in 20 years in that generation, but it, it really reminds me of when I was a kid, I was afraid what would happen if the right wing fundamentalists took over and they want to ban everything. And, you know, they, they would come down on you know, comedians, Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kennison, you know, George Carlin. They come, they, anybody that, that said anything they didn't like, they, it was ban it, ban it, ban it. And it didn't work for them. I mean, it worked a few times. It didn't really work for him, but now... got him some attention, but yeah, like, for it, example, Andrew Dice Clay, I mean, he had a lot of supporters. It's mm -hmm. funny, now it's swung the complete other way, but it's the same thing. From the liberals. Yeah. Quote-unquote liberals, yes. And, I mean, that's, that's, that's my issue. That's why I have a hard time when we talked about a few episodes ago, like, you know, oh, I'm classified as a liberal? Don't classify me with those people. Like, like that gets me upset. I don't care. Like, don't. Mm -mm, I'm not one of them. I'm not trying to ban you. From, I'm for absolute freedom of speech, no matter what. That doesn't mean that that freedom of speech comes with no consequences. That is part of free speech. It, Rich, it's the same feeling I get when people try to classify me with conservatives. I'm like, no, 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 no. Do not put me with those nut jobs. Exactly. I mean, this is to, to me. I've seen that. I've seen the Pepe meme for so long. And I've seen <clears throat> people use it for God, everything, everything, dude, from right. harmless jokes to shit that you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to hell for laughing at that. Yes. It's, it's an inanimate object that someone used in a way someone at the Anti-Defamation League didn't like. And so this person, who I'm imagining self-appointed you know, governor of taste, has decided is a hate is a hate symbol now. It's like it's a symbol of hate speech. It's like a word. It only has the power you assign to it. Well, they've also so, been manipulating the meme, uh, putting uh, Donald Trump hair on it and swastikas and dressing it up as Hitler. So what? You can. Right. You're allowed to. You may not be the most popular guy at school, but right. you are allowed to. Well, what I you know, that was, It's funny that they see that and go, hey... That frog's hate speech, not that swastika's hate speech that's tattooed on the frog's face. Yeah, it's the frog that's the problem. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember about four or five years ago? Usually, the 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 chick you forgot to unfriend from Facebook in high school would post a picture of Marilyn Monroe that says, "If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best." Yeah, remember when that was like all the rage? Okay, yeah. So I decided to be a smart ass. She's one still day. around now. She's you know in her thirties, but she's still posting that meme. So I decided to be a smart ass. I took a picture of Hitler and I put the same quote on there. And I posted it on Facebook. <laughs> Everybody got it. Now, if now if someone came along who has no sense of humor and has no business in a discussion of humor and me attempting to make a joke, whether they, they find it funny or not, came along and was like, 
oh, look at that. He, he says we have to accept what Hitler did. No, you don't understand everything here. There's more than one layer to this onion. You're, you're just peeling the skin off the onion. You're not even bothering to peel down past the first layer, and you're already saying the onion's bad. Well, these people usually have no sense of irony. Well, there's that too. That's people, people who their job has nothing to do with being funny need to shut up about <laughs> funny people. Let us make our jokes. If it falls flat, it falls flat. If it said- succeeds, it succeeds. It's not for one person to dictate. I don't think who's the idiot with the uh, the, the the puppets. You know, you guys know the comedian I'm talking about. He's like, I got a jalapeno on a stick. Oh, yes, yeah, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, like, Jeff Dunham. I saw Jeff Dunham 25 years ago do the jalapeno on a stick thing. Oh my god! And I was like barely in high school, and I chuckled for a second. Yeah. And then I, it, it was like it was like the first time I saw uh, uh, the prop comic. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, oh, okay, that's amusing. The second time you see him, you're like, really? Now all of a sudden, people on the right are like, he's our comic, like, oh, like rallying around him. And I'm like, he's not even funny, but he's got he's, a right to be out there. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, like if you move to a new school and there's a guy that cracks you up, and you're like, this guy's hilarious. He's clearly the class clown. How come nobody else thinks so? But then realize on the second day that he only has the one shtick. And, yeah. And, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like, okay, I have no problem with what people, other people find funny. I just don't find it funny. And I'll, ju- and I'll judge him a little bit by, like, oh, that's what you think's funny? Okay. I mean, obviously, we don't share the same sense of humor. Yes, I made a judgment about them, about that small, little, tiny bit of their life and their personality, but that's it. I don't define them by by that they think Jeff Dunham's hilarious. I have a friend who I feel writes very good songs. If you look at him, you wouldn't think the songs he writes comes out of him. And then you talk to him, and he's like, yeah, uh, I really like Kiss and Garth Brooks. And I'm like, what the fuck? How can I like anything that comes out of you when you like everything that I despise? It's just the way shit works. It happens that way. We right? need a journey and Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Aaron might want to be into Taylor Swift, but I don't think he's into her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, I'm kind of in. I, I get down with some Taylor Swift songs. Okay, fair enough. Fair he's, enough. He's got a daughter. She's got the best songwriters money yeah. can buy, you know. There's but some catchy I, tunes there. It's just... Okay, so I find it stupid because maybe because I have been ingrained for longer than I'd like to admit in internet culture and maybe the darker side of the internet because I do have that type of sense of humor. So I mean, 4chan. I mean, granted, I don't it's, I don't go to it hardly anymore, but I mean, at one point, I'd go to it at least once a day and scroll for thirty minutes and then pray to God the FBI didn't see what I saw. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, here's a, a quote from an actual memer, Jared T. Swift. Uh, he's, he was interviewed by the uh, a reporter from the Daily Beast. He says, most memes are ephemeral by nature, but Pepe is not. Well, this is uh, contesting what I had said about how uh, most memes, had, they change meaning. He is a reflection of our souls to most of us. It's disgusting to see people, normies, if you will, use him so trivially. He belongs to us. 
and we'll make him toxic if we have to. So in the end, it does support my claim that they'll just burn it to the ground rather than see other people shit on theirs, on what they consider their property. Yeah, it... Shut the fuck up! Yeah. And sadly... Re- he the, represents the, your souls. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's... Uh, he, I, was, I was done after that, after you finished that sentence. I am yeah. done with this guy. And remember, okay. this is of the true meaning of the meme, which is, feels good man. I think that's pretty accurate. This is the feels good man generation. Uh, okay, but also, completely. let's... Let's try this. Uh, uh, where on the where on the autism scale do you think that guy falls? <laughs> that's that's just I, really no one says that with a straight face. I think in well, come on, dude, come on. I don't that's, know, Dan that's Aykroyd taking the piss out of that, that fucking reporter. <laughs> on the high not, functioning side, not getting it. In the Daily Beast, like we have an actual memer. We found an actual what? American I teenager. I there's said no such, memer, but... Yeah. Okay, okay, I was going to say, because there's no such thing as a memer. It's not what you put down on your W-2, okay, yeah. you know, or whatever, you know, when you... Uh, occupation? Uh, I make memes, you know? Right. I mean, that's a meme in itself on the internet. Mm-hmm. How much pussy you get because you make memes. I'm a maker of memes. Oh, God. It, it's just, it's so fucking silly, man. Like, seriously. I mean, and it's not silly in a ha-ha, we can laugh at this. It's silly as in, these are people who think they're in touch with the world. It's like, you don't get the world you're, you're, you're trying to involve yourself in. Isn't that most people in their 20s, though? Like, I mean, myself, between 19 and 25, I knew it all. I mean, Mandy will tell you, I still think I know it all. But I mean, just you are just blatant about how certain you are the world that you have no idea works works. If you follow I, what I just said there, <laughs> no, I understand, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I think, I mean, I I can't quote exact situations on this podcast, but I know I'm not. I know all of us have at least once during the podcast while having a discussion went, Oh, wait a minute. I never really thought about it that way or something to that effect and caused us, if not to reverse ourselves to at least question the standpoint we had going into the discussion. And it seems like no one wants to reverse themselves anymore. It's like you dig in your feet and you, 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 you pick your side and that's the other thing. Everybody's going to have a side. I don't get what happened. I don't give a fuck. Not my, not my dog, not my fight. What happened to that? You know, I read an article from a guy who was anonymous. He, he, he smartly didn't put his name on it because his life, not only his career, his life would have been over. And, and I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm just saying I understand where he's coming from as far as the feeling. He made, the, art, the headline of the article is, I don't care about black people one way or the other. And he went on to explain why. He's like, people, I'm supposed to solve them problems. I can't even solve my own problems. I don't know what to do. I wish you... The best of luck going through life, but I don't want to hear about it because I got my own bills to pay and I got my own shit I'm dealing with. And no one's fucking brainstorming and having think tanks on how to fucking help me. Well, granted, it's a, it's a narcissistic way of looking at it, but I get it. If you've been beating your head against the wall trying to solve a problem, help someone solve a problem for so long, and finally you just go, you know what? Fuck it, man. Every, every suggestion I throw out, you either shut, shut down refuse to try, or tell me I'm an idiot, then fuck it, solve your own problems. You, I don't want nothing to do with you no more. 
I mean, can't we just do that about shit we don't like? Can't we just go, you know what, fuck it. I don't, this isn't my fight. So some idiots, some fucking idiot, as if Trump would call it, a 400-pound guy living in his basement with a laptop on his bed made a meme. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why are you That's... giving this thing power by fucking putting it in an article or, and, and in the ADL Act, and like it's actually a threat to us? It's fucking not. I mean, it's just it's stupidity, man. And I'm just, I don't get it. Someone is, who's going to stand up and go, okay. All right, enough. We've all been stupid for too long. All right, can we all sit down like adults and have a discussion now? Because this throwing a temper tantrum until you get your way is not working. It's really not. And th this is the bullshit we get. We're sitting here trying to elect a president of the United States, and what do we get? We get he called a beauty contestant fat and told her to stop eating. Well, I'm going to say... I'm not going to say what I want to say, but we all know what I want to say. You know what? Stop being a bitch and just say it. And who the fuck cares? It's a beauty contestant. Her job is to look pretty. Okay? Why is this in a political debate? This is ridiculous. Miss Eating Machine. That is my, that's my favorite one. Didn't she say that he kept calling her Miss Miss uh, Housekeeping? Miss Housekeeping. Yeah. That just I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Eating really Machine's so way better. So he's like, he's like David Spade outside of the door in, in Tommy Boy. I think that was because of her race. Oh no, I got it because David Spade okay. when he did that did the did the Hispanic housekeeping need me fluff pillow. Right, he did yeah, that I got gotcha. I'm of the opinion that that doesn't just that doesn't sound Trumpy enough. Keep in mind that's just what he said to her. I'm I'm sure he said much worse things, not to her face. Just doesn't sound imaginative. Doesn't sound as imaginative as he's been in the past. Uh, really? I don't know. I don't think of him as imaginative. I mean, Miss Piggy, yeah. all right. Miss Eating Machine, I'm with you. Miss Housekeeping, eh. It's not, it's not, it's not as creative as <laughs> things he said in the past. Well, and forgive my ignorance. I, it's been four years, and a lot's happened in those four years. Aren't the three debates supposed to center around at least have a common thread every debate like one debates domestic policy one debates foreign policy right. okay what the fuck was his last i don't know about? it was a free-for-all it was a cornucopia thank you it's like a buffet of bullshit i don't think we're getting them segmented like that um because the next one is supposed to be the questions from the internet yeah that's gonna be a shit show like, First, they, well, you, know, you know the real questions ain't get no through. right they're not randomly pulling questions <laughs> or it's going to be questions from the internet parentheses we're just going to write the questions have our interns ask them over the internet right and say we took them from the internet no, look, what you do is you prepare a list of questions that you would ask in a normal debate you go through all the questions that you get from the internet and you choose the ones that lined up with the ones you're going to ask regardless and and use the ones from the internet instead. It doesn't change your content at all. So Aaron's point is, people, is ask your generic bullshit question first so that way the producers get to it first and you'll get, on, get your name on TV. <laughs> God, oh, I am God. cynical. What the? Dude, I... I, I should not have children. 
the older I get, the more, the more, the more I have an outlook like that, dude. Congratulations, you just woke up and smelled the bullshit a little bit younger than I did. Hey, so good on you. Well, I mean, maybe both of you guys did. I don't know. I didn't know you when you were younger, Aaron. Sorry. Let's veer off politics for uh, finally. I saw a new cat video. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Is it a racist cat. <laughs> no, dude. Did they have a watermelon? <laughs> Oh, dude. Uh, Rich, you probably... Rob told me this is old, but this is the first the time hey I ever cat? saw this one. Hey. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Hey. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't think it's... Hey. My favorite is Patty Cake. Hey. The Patty Cake Cats. Hey. <laughs> that's great. That's hey. great. Hey. <laughs> yeah, this, because this hey. is what... <laughs> hey. That's what Chris <laughs> thinks every time the cat meows at him. Hey. He's like, what? Hey. What? What do you want? That's pretty much hey. at least our cat. That's what the hell she's doing. Yeah. Her, her new thing is wanting to get into the bathroom. She wants in the bathroom. This is not. And it's. I've let her in. She sees what's happened. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like what? I'm in there for she, twenty seconds. She it, does that. To what me are now. you doing in there? Are you coming out? Like, what, <laughs> I gotta check in with you now. <laughs> she's like, it's like the fucking hallway monitor. I need to know what is going on in every room that I am not in. Hey, is this the death of Samsung? Is it, can this company survive? Because even my kids know that Samsung phones blow up. Not even like one specific one. Like they just, oh, Samsung phones, those are the ones that blow up. They had to recall a a washer. Oh, this week because oh, one exploded. Oh. I don't know how you come back from this. Oh. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. As far as I know, you can get a washer to explode if you're trying to do it. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you stick certain chemicals that give off fumes, and if you agitate those fumes, you can get a combustible situation there. I've seen it. What the fuck exploded on a washer if someone wasn't trying to blow it up? Oh, let's see. Is there uh, a battery in one somewhere? And why is there a battery in something you plug into the wall? I guess there's multiple owners that have had these things explode. Let's see. Well, first of all, real quick, quick question. Samsung doesn't doesn't own the rights exclusively to Android, right? No. No, uh, Android's an operating system. Yeah. Exactly. It's not their operating system that they lease out to other companies, right? right? Yes. <coughs> then if they go down, Androids will still be around, so iPhone oh, will yeah. have its main, mm. its main competition. But, but, but uh, okay. Samsung has supposedly delivered the most... Uh, uh, what I've done a lot of podcasts tonight. I'm running out of words. The, the most... Uh, Call Trump. He's got the best ones. The, the closest competitor to an iPhone, the most legitimate yes. competitor to an iPhone is... Yeah, yes. but that that will be easily... That void will be easily filled. Yeah, I'm sure oh, LG L- will LG's easily, waiting in the wings yeah. with something. But uh, and, um, Every flight I've been on, it's got to... And I'm sure there's been some Samsung executive that's probably been on a flight, and it's been like fucking... Their skin's been crawling. Every flight I've been on, if you have a Galaxy Note 7, you have to turn it off. Yeah. And you have to stow it. Firm said it received reports of glass and other machine parts being shot across garages and laundry rooms at, <laughs> at distances. Jesus Christ. At distances of more than 15 feet with owners avoiding 
injury through fortunate timing. Uh, were any pets killed? Like, did some cat take some glass to nobody's, the face? Nobody's been killed or uh, injured. But there's the risk of injury, certainly. I don't know how fast these parts are flying. Woman so said, no I remember. girls that just discovered the spin cycle were injured? <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> she was killed in a horrible washing machine yeah, accident. She be taken to the hospital with an agitator and a coochie. <laughs> Pants around her ankles. <laughs> Why so, were you straddling the drug in the washer? And then the female nurse is like, Doctor, let me take this. We know, honey. You don't have to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So I mean, there's no, there's nothing to why it blew up. I mean, it's they have no idea. Yeah, I can't find. Uh, oh, until they're saying that it's when washing bulky items that this happens. So it's like a, a balance thing. Uh, Your shit should not explode. Well, yeah, I've had a washer off balance several it, times in my shut life. Down. No explosion. Yeah, just like it's like blowing a fuse. <laughs> so the thing just shuts off, and then you have to rebalance it, and you start it up again. It doesn't explode and shoot its parts across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been telling my people my favorite feature of the new iPhone 7 is how it doesn't explode, and I can leave it on on the airplane. Right. Well, Even though I, I have found the headphone situation rather annoying. But... I can leave it on, on the airplane. Well, you know what's amusing is that how many, what is the estimate if we have one, and how many of these uh, Samsung cell phones have went up and blew up? Oh, geez, I don't know. I mean, is it in the hundreds? Is it in the thousands? Oh, how, well, there's millions of the devices out there. How many actually blew up is in, like, the single digits, I believe. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, something that, like, I can compare it to that hits close to home for at least Aaron and I. Well, actually, Chris, you got a, you got a pen now, too, is the, the, oh, my God, the panic over e-cigarette. You know, they're blowing up in people's hands and shit like that. Right. And what it really is is most people who have a battery vent in their pocket or actually have a mod blow up, it's not due to manufacturer defect. It's not due to anything like that. It's due to ignorance of how to handle the, the damn thing. Sure. Like, you don't put a fucking battery in your pocket with loose change and walk around and expect everything to be fine. And it's just, you don't do that. Or, you know, people not following instructions, people not knowing how a sub-ohm tank works and trying to build their own coils and not having, you know, an ohm reader. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. So... I mean, that's user, that's, that's user fuckery right there. I mean, that's what I was kind of getting at. I mean, it sounds like cell phone, I don't know how you get a cell phone to blow up without it just being a piece of shit, but a fucking washer? Like, it seems like that's something I'd have to try to do. Yeah, and it's I not mean, like it has a big battery in it. That's what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, you know, it's got a, a laptop. I mean, you can get a laptop battery to blow up if you try hard enough. Oh, yeah, there's been laptops that have caught fire. Yeah. You know, and if you... I mean, Apple had battery problems and exploding battery problems in their laptops, but they... I think they handled it better than Samsung is. Well, Samsung's 
as far as winning the the war, public opinion has handled it like shit. Yeah. Because I don't know anyone who's not goofing on that fucking shit. And, like, even the people who defend it don't even... They do so just almost out of habit, more so than actual, you know, having a passion to defend their a product. Why they're loyal to that, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, a product they're loyal to. Speaking of Apple, did you guys see that Steve Jobs movie? I did not. It came out With, on uh, HBO. Fast and Bender? Yeah, Fast, yeah, fa- oh. fast and Furious Bender. Look at his dick! <laughs> That's where that came from. It was a conversation about Michael Fassbender. <laughs> he is amazing in that movie. That that movie is so good. Does make you want to run out and buy the new iPhone 7? No. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. It's, a, I, it's uh, Danny Boyle, who has done many movies that it's I have loved. The guy who did Trainspotting. Right. right. Trainspotting being among them. 28 Days Later, Sunshine, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he takes Steve Jobs in three different periods in his career, um, launching the, uh, the launch of the original Mac that failed, the launch of the next box, Remember the the you guys, no, you, you weren't familiar with Next, nope. the company that Steve Jobs started when he was fired from Apple. No sir, they developed this uh, overpriced computer that nobody wanted, and the theory is that what he really wanted was concerned about. He didn't care if anyone bought the box itself. What he wanted was the operating system that he could then sell back to Apple and come back to Apple as a savior. As a prodigal son. Well, did he? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, so Spoiler it, alert. Well, it's not, I mean, this is history. It's not I'm, giving away anything. I'm being a smartass. And so it, the release of the original Macintosh, which is a failure, the release of the next box, which is a failure, in monetary terms, and then the release of the... Um, wasn't the first... Well, no, the first was the eMac, wasn't it? And then the iMac came out, the one that was had the colorful, uh, clear Yeah, I remember box. those. Right. And that's when people started, you know, actually using Macs and Home. Coming back to, to Apple. Yeah. So it, it just follows him uh, in the, like, half hour or so up until his um, his uh, speech is what do you call it? his presentation his right? keynotes his keynote speech yeah it doesn't actually show any of that it shows the preparation for but it you know he he talks to there's the same people in his life that come up over and over again in each one but just an absolutely fascinating movie almost purely because of Michael Fassbender. I mean, he's just so engrossing throughout the whole thing, and he has to carry the movie. And he plays a very... Oh, he's playing Steve Jobs. He's playing a movie about Steve Jobs. It doesn't seem that exciting on its surface. They definitely find the drama, and they they manage to tell a a very compelling story that's not even really what you think it's about, uh, going to be about. And... Steve Jobs 
does not start off as a likable character in that movie. Well, I mean, he's not, he wasn't really a likable human being from, from right. a lot of what I've gathered. Yeah, he, I mean, he had that, somebody who was cold and clinical and, you know, very driven in what he he thought that he could accomplish. Well, you know, and everything wrote, else was secondary to that, even his personal relationships. You know who wrote that movie, right? Um, now remind me. Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, there's there's so many walk and talk scenes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, the dialogue. Aaron Sorkin and the rapid fire dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. I can't. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot that because the it has his fingerprints all over it. But I mean, I I was bummed to find that some liberties were taken as to not liberties because I guess I mean they're changing things. It's more of taking educated guesses to what was going on behind the scenes. Oh, sure. I was I was hoping it was more of like an oral history of what happened and no. everybody that was there had their say, but that's not really what it turned out to be. No, they no. It was purely they took the life of this man and the relationships with the people that he had around him for decades and found the story there, the interesting story about this person and the conflict, and then put it in the framework of basically the, you know, the, they wanted to put him in the most agitated parts of his life, you know, where everything is, they imagined everything was coming to a head in these key moments in his career mm-hmm. at the point where he's going to be most vulnerable, most frantic or most needing to take charge. And yeah, it's a little convenient that the same people keep coming to him for, you know, whether they needed uh, money or acknowledgement or whether they didn't need anything or whether they were just there to try and trip him up. It, I, don't, I didn't imagine for a second that this is how things actually went. It, well, I didn't think it was verbatim, but I It's very it much open. staged. And yeah, of course, there's a lot of inference there. This isn't based on you know, somebody's work that was there. This is just taking a man's story and dramatizing it. And, oh, and by the way, even though I, I did say that, I hope no one took that as me saying, like, that's a knock against the film. I enjoyed it. All I right. thought it was a great movie. You know, it's just, I, I went into it expecting something a little bit different. So it's kind of like. Know uh, what to expect, yeah. Well, I, it's uh, like I saw an interview with Joseph Gordon-Levitt about the Snowden movie, and he's like, look, we obviously take some creative liberties with his life, you know, because it's about a six to seven year period of his life. And we go with, from what we know of the man, what we think he said, what, you know, obviously this isn't, it's not an autobiography of the man. So don't go into it thinking that. And I mean, that, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. And I, I thought it was going to, like I said, it was supposed to be a movie more like, like the Ashton Kutcher one. Right. Well, it's, People are overly critical when you have the person still living, right? Oh, well, how do you know what Snowden's motivations are? I didn't see the movie, but from the review that I've heard that was rather detailed about how the movie sets up at the beginning, um, they they very much put him in this place of, like, he starts dating this radical chick 
who changes his politics, and then he finds himself in the situation where he has to make a key decision of what type of person he wants to be. I mean, did shit play out like that? Are those Edward Snowden's motivations? I don't know, but you've got a story to tell, and here's how you tell it. Here's how you get people engrossed in it. Now, when we want to tell a story about George Washington, and we want to say, well, you know, here's what motivated him. He wanted what was best for his country. You know, he... uh, whatever you think that George Washington's motivations were, maybe in his heart of hearts, he just, it was the best way he could think to get laid. You know, (laughs) maybe (laughs) achieving power was just about getting pussy or having enough money to not worry about shit. Or maybe he was, you know, a self-centered man who just wanted to amass power for his own sense of, of satisfaction. We can't ever really know. But there's a story to be told there with George Washington, and then, and there's a way to tell that story. D- don't get too caught up in facts. <laughs> like stories, well, stories are way more important than facts in our society. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's kind of like, but also, see, I think back to like when JFK came out because yeah. the Snowden film is an Oliver Stone movie as well, um, and it's amazing how naive even 20 years ago we as a society were compared to today in my mind, because I remember a lot, I mean, I'm talking adults and I was in high school when that movie came out that were like, Oh, this is going to be a factual representation of what happened. And it's like, no. And Oliver Stone has that big scene in the middle with, uh, 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 shit. I forget his Donald Sutherland where, you know, he's talking and he goes, look, it's not the, it's not the who pulled the trigger, who told him to pull the trigger. It's the why was he killed. That's the important part. Basically, he's telling you in the middle of his movie, don't get hung, hang up, caught up on the facts. Why did this happen? Start looking there. Well, that's right. the important thing. And a lot of people just went right over their heads. You know, I know a lot of people that watched The Doors that thought that was a factual movie, and I'm like, no, no. There's there's a lot, there's a lot of artistic liberty taken in that movie, whole lot. So. But yeah, it, it, excellent movie, and uh, uh, Danny Boyle. I didn't realize that he did Train Spotting, so that yeah, that makes me feel like an idiot because I pretty much love anything he's put out. I mean, like I said, Sunshine I think is one of the most underrated sci-fi movies of the last twenty years, and I don't know why because it's except for the kind of a tacked-on ending. I can see Hollywood making them have with a protagonist at the end. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that one. Well, I'm not giving too much away, but they, it's like he made the movie, handed it in, and Hollywood was like, it looks good, it's got great performances, great acting, great script, but we need a definitive bad guy at the end. Yeah. And, you know, uh, either through editing or I don't know if there was reshoots or whatever, but it seems like, okay, that was put in there, and it was like, eh, I could have even went without that and been fine with it. But, yeah, anybody listening, Aaron, dude, check it out. Real good movie. First movie I bought on Blu-ray, so. Yeah. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. Wrap that shit up. Wrap it up, B. Better wrap you that wrap g- up that. You wrap that gavel up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up, B. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Well, hopefully next week Jay will be joining us. I know. I feel like I feel like every time I'm not available, Jay steps in, and it's like, they need to get you guys back, back together. 
We need to get all four of us together, you know? Do we have It'll to go happen. with the running joke again that you and Jay are the same person? Never in the <laughs> same never on the same show together? It's like it's, it's your guy doing two different voices. You like Phil Hendry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everybody who has listened. Oh, it's it's we're getting down. It's going to be what about a monthish to the debate here? The debate? You mean the election? Or the election? Yeah, yeah. It's oh man, I'm well, one way or another. The world's going to end. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends what side you're on, right? Yeah. Can, can, you know what? Either I almost way. want to just have like a like a five minute section before the de- or the debate, the election, where we just. What would happen if we woke up the day after the election and like Gary Johnson actually won? <laughs> How much oh shit would the would the would the political parties that be be doing? Like would they even let him make it to the inauguration? <laughs> would he have a couple accidents on the on the way to the, be the to most be inaugurated? Tested election ever. Hey, Obama made it without getting assassinated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or do you think no. they had uh uh, like that. what I was mean, that movie? Just... That Kid Rock movie had a state where they had the they put out the decoy <laughs> black president first to get shot. Oh, you mean Chris Rock? Uh, yeah. You said Kid Rock. I'm like, oh what? shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's been a long. It's been a long day. Obviously, yes. I did a beer podcast before this. All right, where can people find us? Uh, at iTunes, on Google Play, at ChristopherMedia.net, uh, TuneIn.com. Uh, wherever you get podcasts, look, we're there. Uh, and on the Twitter at Unregimented Pod, uh, Facebook, like and share Unregimented. Mm-hmm. And if you're over thirty, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, thirty over thirty-five. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. But uh, thanks everybody who was listening, downloaded, liked, shared. What up to the super fan Don? What up, Don? <laughs> yes. So, I feel like we're Flight of the Concords. <laughs> fan, fan base. <laughs> oh, 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 you mean Mel? Yeah. yeah, but it sounds better when I call it fan base. Yeah, yes. like there's more people. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Later. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net